0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 264 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you and your power and might. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 18. We read Jesus' extraordinary prayer yesterday. After he prayed, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane to meet his accusers. He asked them whom they were seeking. Jesus was quick to tell them he was the one they wanted. Interestingly, when he told them who he was, they fell to the ground. Oh, the power of God! He asked them again whom they were looking for and again told them he was the one. Then he asked them to let all the other men go. Jesus was bound and taken away. Peter followed along and was recognized as Jesus' disciple, which, of course, he denied three times. Jesus was brought to Annas, who was the father-in-law to Caiaphas, the high priest. Then he was taken to Caiaphas, who brought him to Pilate. Pilate didn't want to judge, sentence, or punish Jesus. He wanted to send him back to Caiaphas, but they told him it was unlawful for them to sentence anyone to death according to their law. This version of Jesus' conversation with Pilate is the longest conversation recorded, and you can read it in verse 37. Pilate sought to release him. Pay close attention to what Jesus told Pilate. He reveals his true being. Let's see what Paul is teaching the Colossians in chapter 4. This is the last letter Paul wrote to the Colossians. He asked that they send this letter to the Laodiceans so they could read it and that they read the ones sent to the church of Laodicea. We can see that Paul's letters were circulated from church to church, which we now read in our Bibles. First, Paul tells us how to have a better prayer life. Verse 2 tells us to be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. Earnest, unwearied, steadfast, alert, intent, and with thanksgiving. I love all the action words Paul uses to show us how to pray. May we incorporate each action into our prayer life. Second, Paul tells us to behave wisely with the outside world to make the most of our time and seize every opportunity to share the gospel with others. May we be more intent on hearing God's gentle whispers about who needs to hear about him. Third, Paul tells us to be gracious and pleasant when we talk with one another and know how we will answer someone if they ask us about Jesus. Let's take some time and make a plan about how to be ready to share Jesus with non-believers. Last, Paul asks the people to pray for him and those he is working with to share the gospel. This is a nudge to us to pray for those in our lives who need God's strength and perseverance as they preach and teach the gospel. Let's add a name or two to our prayer list and be intentional about praying for them. Let's see what Isaiah is prophesying in chapter 37. Yesterday, we read that a military official came to Jerusalem and asked for King Hezekiah's surrender. Today we read that as soon as King Hezekiah heard this news, he immediately went into the house of the Lord and prayed. He shows us how to handle difficulties, and this was more than just a small difficulty. This was a mammoth-sized difficulty. Isaiah told his servants, Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid because of the words which you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have reviled and blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him so that he will hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. When we go through desperate times, this passage gives us hope. The enemy cannot stand when God steps in and God is on our side. The military official sent King Hezekiah a letter that could have really unraveled him. However, the first thing Hezekiah did was bring that letter to the Lord. Again, he utilized prayer instead of living in fear, complaining, and telling his confidants that they were doomed. He went to the throne. Consider his plight when you read his prayer and supplication to the Lord. We can follow his example. Isaiah speaks on behalf of the Lord, and his words are the words God spoke to the Assyrians. God will come against them in their prideful ways. We read that the angel of the Lord slew 185,000 men in the Assyrian camp. God is the God of miracles, and he is still the God of miracles today. May we follow Hezekiah's example by seeking the Lord before we seek the advice of anyone else. May we be obedient to him and may his miracles be close at hand. In chapter 38, we see the power of prayer. King Hezekiah was sick and Isaiah came to tell him to set his affairs in order because he was going to die. Hezekiah turned away and prayed. It is important to note he prayed to God alone instead of asking for prayer from Isaiah or going to the house of the Lord and asking for prayer there. This was between him and his maker. God granted him 15 more years to live because of his heartfelt prayer. And if that wasn't enough, the Lord turned back the time and reset the sun to confirm his promise to Hezekiah. This story should give us great hope in the Lord as we know he hears our prayers. May we also put Paul's advice to pray with action in our lives continually. Let's see what we can learn in Psalm 83. Asaph prays for God to deliver them from their enemies. He could have been praying about all the enemies throughout the ages. Some commentaries suggest he is praying about the enemies coming against King Jehoshaphat when he called for a three-day fast to the Lord. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 3, it says, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself determinedly as his vital need to seek the Lord. He proclaimed a fast in all Judah. You can go back and read the full story in 2 Chronicles. The prophet told him, The Lord says this to you, Be not afraid or dismayed at this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Then he was told to go to battle, but they would not even need to fight. They were told to stand still and watch to see how God will deliver them, and they were told not to fear. Well, let's take this same advice. Seek the Lord in prayer. Stay in peace and stay out of fear, and allow God to fight our battles for us. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for teaching us about the power of prayer today. Thank you for showing us your power and might. Put an extra measure of courage in us today and the faith to know you are fighting every battle we face. Help us fully surrender all our problems, worries, and anxieties to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's Word.